Hello friends, good morning to you all. This is Festus Flourish Osemwa who welcoming you to today's edition of Marriage Diet. Today is the second day of the month of August 2021. You are all welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I, I do hope you listened to yesterday's podcast. Okay, it was um, a prophetic declaration for the month of August. Please, if you haven't listened to it, please do. It's going to give you a guide and it's going to direct you on how to go. Um, we, we, we're actually going to be very specific about what we're going to be treating in this month of August. But I did say that we're going to be laying emphasis about fitness. Okay, and that will be uh, really be coming up uh, during the weekend when we talk about uh, couple sexuality. And of course, during the week as well, we will also intercept it with our teachings, uh, irrespective of the teachings that is on board, just to emphasize on fitness. So don't mind during the course of this teaching uh, every day before we round up, don't mind you hear me talk about uh, fitness, okay, um, exercise, just adding it up to the topic. So that's what we're going to be doing daily all through the month of August. Okay, I did promise over the week or rather last weekend that we're going to be introducing a new topic today. Here we are, that is when the husband is the victim. That is the new topic we're studying today. It's going to be in series and we hope we um, we can run it through you know some couple of weeks as well please sit back learn from this and share with your friends as well okay when the husband is the victim okay now let me quickly just um, give us a background to this and so today's uh, um, episode is just going to be an introductory talk okay just to uh, get us into the mood and uh, give us a direction about where we are going to be going with this all right now you would agree with me that uh, because of the way women have been treated in their marriages in recent times there's been a general outcry against our men our husbands i mean sometimes out of sentiment even sometimes to out of bias we tend to always want to key into the direction of the woman just to protect her interests and speak against what the men are doing and i mean who wouldn't do that because uh, we actually have more of those men really doing some of this stuff that are anti-marriage you might want to call it and so the the, the in, in most recent circles of discussions there have been so much emphasis about you know talking against what the man is doing as much as talking through what the woman is also going through and there, there seems to be a sentimental line a divide here trying to speak more in the pro women and which of course is okay but we have also forgotten and and that's what this topic is here to do that sometimes it might not just be the way it seems whatever you see being meted out against the woman could just be because of her how do i mean she could just be the trigger point for it of course a lot of men are impatient there's some men who could really be impatient who might not be able to tolerate in quote excesses it could just be about the excesses of these women some of these men we're talking about were men who started beautifully well with so much integrity and um, uprightness men who would have sworn that they would never raise up their hand against women and all that all of a sudden they've turned to beating up their wives 
and they, if you ask them they just can't tell you when it started or how it started they just realize that they have become violent and let's face it it's one thing to condemn what these men are doing if we don't trace it to the root of this problem it could continue over and over again and we not, might not be able to treat this issue adequately or find solution to it Yes, there are men who are naturally very, very sarcastic and they're actually narcissists in their nature and they will derive pleasure in, in hurting others. But a few other men, and in fact, to an extent, you know, majority of men would sometimes be pushed into doing what they're not supposed to do, react the way they're not supposed to react. You know, when the testosterone pumps up in their blood, you know, a typical of a man, because of impatience, it will react abnormally. In fact, that's what we will hear. That's what we will hear in the public circle. Oh, the man, you know, did this to the wife. Oh, and of course, it will draw sentiment. There are some women that are ungovernable. Let me put it that way. There are some women, I repeat again, that are unleadable. You can't lead them. I mean, let's throw away sentiments now. You as a woman hearing the sound of my voice. Have you not had encounters with some women? Sometimes you like wonder, how does the husband of this woman cope in the house? Please, let's be sincere about this. This is not about this woman being with her husband. It's about maybe you met in the marketplace or you in the church or somewhere and you related and you saw the way they misbehaved, their attitude. Have you not had that experience where you're like, ah, how does this woman's husband cope with this kind of a woman? So now, if you have had that kind of experience or you believe that that can be possible, then you also understand that not every woman that is crying out foul, foul, that is crying out abuse, abuse, that is crying out, oh, my husband is maltreating me, is actually doing this from the right perspective. Sometimes these persons are doing it just to cover up their own weaknesses or to cover up what they are also meeting out against this man. Hey, do, do you know why I have decided to come up with this topic? I do know from investigations and a lot of men are going through a lot in the hands of women like this. Women, number one, women who won't take corrections, for instance. There are women who, they won't take correction. There are women that are very rude. Oh, I, we, my wife and I, we had one, you know, not too long ago, who lived with us uh, until she got married. There are people like that. There are some who live from afar and you will just see the way they will even respond to you with rudeness, with stubbornness, with you just know that how would this woman cope? Now you expose that woman to a certain kind of a man, and a man who's already short-tempered will react in a certain way. They will beat up themselves, they will hear the one of the man. And of course, when the man reacts, they will say, No, it's this man. And then everybody will call down for the woman. So, in this topic, we're going to open up our eyes to see that there are women like this and there are situations like this. And we need to holistically be able to correct this and make these women understand that if you fall into the category and you are still the one crying out, all is wrong. You've got to repent. You've got to look inwards. You can't be the one beating someone and you're still the one crying out. Just because you feel that the society will support you, you will draw societal sentiments to yourself. You know what I mean as a woman? When anybody hears you say, ah, women, ah, they are being tortured, they are being maltreated, you know you're going to draw that sentiment. 
and you are further perpetuating yourself in acts that are unhomely, that are disrespectful. There, you know, let me not even go there. There are some women, you see the way they treat their husbands. You as a woman, you will feel bad about it. You would, if you have the opportunity, you will want to shut down at such a woman. I hope you know, let, let me just give you this instance. <laughs> Maybe this will help me buttress my point. Um, we had the woman who um, at home was like um, a tigress. Very harsh, very um, rude to her husband. She doesn't submit to her husband. She is this type of person that believes she can be wrong and, of course, fights to finish. A nag, so many things were really wrong, but above all, very, very disrespectful. Someone that can shout down on the husband's head and call him names. You are mad. You are crazy. You know that kind of stuff. Whenever they have issues, quarreling, they just. Okay, now, we have that woman. And um, she's a Christian, so there's this church that she was attending at the time, but I wouldn't know if she's still attending the church now. And um, someone came, you know, from who knew her in her family and the way um, she behaved, came to the church as a new convert, okay? As a new convert, she was aware about the issues, the crisis between this woman and her husband. And in her widest imagination, she didn't know that this woman attends that church. All right, she, she, she was the kind of person that, okay, she wouldn't uh, integrate in the company or with the people, though these persons were not in the same, you know, apartment or in the same company, but within the same environment. But she was always the kind of person people just didn't want to relate with her or she wouldn't even relate with anybody. And um, one day, someone invited this other person to the church through evangelism and got the invitation, accepted the invitation, went to the church on Sunday. Behold, it was this woman that welcomed her to the church as an usher. Wow. You understand what I mean now? You know where I'm going to now. She was the one that everybody knew her in the neighborhood that she's she's mean, she's rude. I mean, her story is everywhere. The way she treats her husband, even publicly, everybody knew that. So now this woman welcomed her into the church. And of course, you guess what? No, with a very good smile. The smile that she, she wouldn't even put up anywhere near at home. And so she tried to cope with it. After all, this is the house of God. So I'm already here. Let me just uh, go through the service. The service went on. As soon as the pastor came into the church, you know, this modern church is the way they practically worship their pastors and all that. So the pastor came into the church. You know, they will stay back. Praise and worship will be going on, going on rather. They won't come at, you know, pastors <laughs> as if they are not those kind of persons that should praise God. They will only come in when the praise and worship is over. And sometimes when the church is already is full and they will just draw necessary attention, they will come out with their entourage. And that was exactly what happened. Came out with his entourage and, um, you know, guess what? This usher was one of the, you know, um, attache or protocol that, you know, would bring the pastor to his seat so the pastor sat down and this young woman at the back was just looking at what was going on so as an usher she went to the pastor to go and uh, serve other water or something or the pastor called for her attention and she went there you needed to see the way she knelt down before the pastor this woman said there is no way this pastor would even be older than this woman 
This woman certainly would be older than this pastor. But she knelt down respectfully. When the pastor finished addressing her, you see the way she also knelt down to take her leave. He said if she had not known this woman before, if the woman would have passed for an angel. You know what I mean? In fact, he said when she saw that, something gripped her in her heart and said, what manner of hypocrisy? She was just waiting for the service to end. The service ended and she rushed out. You know those when they were called for first time, first time, uh, first timers and all that. She didn't wait. She rushed out of the church. Said, "If this is your late church, I'm not coming." And then later on, she gave this story when the woman who had worked on her in later because they wanted to follow up. Ah, you left the church. Why didn't you come to the church? And that was when she opened up and told them the people that came to visit her and this woman also inclusive that is because of this woman everybody knows this woman here and we know the way this woman treats her husband but what i saw that they didn't match friend this is an example and you know some of you you can resonate with what i'm talking about it is just out there the way some women will respect their pastors if they give half of it to their husbands a whole lot will be different a whole lot will be better the way as their pastor you know you see these women they will even be wrong they will come late to church and you see the pastor shouting at them why did you come late oh you are this and you see them and then you wonder why can't this same woman behave like that to her husband if the husband is also shouting at her does she think that the husband or rather the pastor is much more recognized by god than her husband no, 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 no. Her husband is her first priest. Yes, the husband might not be the best of men. She, he might be into so many things. He might not be uh, uh, spiritual. But in the eyes of God, one's husband is your first priest. So you just see that this is all about misplaced priorities. Every time you say, say to your pastor, sir, 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 and you wonder that you have not even given that kind of respect to your husband in recent times. And you think... We should also look into this to unravel some of the activities of women that are actually pushing their husbands to behave or, you know, act the way they do. And sometimes if it were possible for you to live with such women, you will understand that we have all called different life, you know, two kinds of lives. So let's face the reality. And this is what we're going to be talking about in the course of these teachings. To see that you will have women, wives, who would actually be the one, you know, making victims out of their husbands. They're the one pushing these things to their husbands. They're the one terrorizing their husbands. Let me use it that way. They're the one abusing their husbands. I hope you're aware that, I mean, we're having what we call domestic violence against husbands now. I hope some of you are aware about that. We have some women meeting out domestic violence against their husbands. I watched one on Facebook recently. The, the man eventually got the police to pick out his things from the house to separate and he was thanking God I mean that happened in the UK he was thanking God that he had been finally you know moved away from the house and he was recounting all the ordeals that he has passed through in the hands of of the, the, the wife these things exist and we must not shy away from it if we do if we keep going around the random circles there are women that are like angels. I appreciate that. Wow. When you see them, you will know. And when their husbands maltreat them, you know that uh, they are just digging up their graves for them. But there are other categories of women. They are the ones that are tigress. They are the ones that are the hunters. 
and the man, the husband is the haunted. And we've got to talk about it. We've got to make people, women, to understand that this is absolutely wrong. Especially those of those are women in the diaspora. And I know that this is very prevalent in the diaspora. In the course of this teaching, I'm going to be looking towards that direction and also be speaking to our women in the diaspora. And you know what? You know, the government it's pro-women in most countries in the diaspora. Um, the policy supports the women. The policy even supports you to be separated, the woman to be separated. Because the policy will encourage the woman. After the separation, after the divorce, for instance, the policy will protect the woman. You know, and then of course you have some women who will take advantage of this and begin to foment trouble. I mean, they will be the one that will shout down the man. Let the man raise up his voice a little bit, they will call the police. Knowing fully well that when the police come, the, the police come on board, the, the, the sentiments will always be there. It will always be on the side of the woman. And so you have a lot of men, especially in the diaspora, who are just dying in silence. They don't know what to do. They've entered one chance of a marriage. And so this teaching will enable us to open up this dimension of evil and possibly hoping that these women will change. They will learn from this. An audio podcast like this will get into the hands of some of these women. They will learn and they will change for the best so that God can reward them for their, the change they have brought into their marriage and not you know, bring um, a shame to the kingdom of heaven, but bring glory unto the Lord. So in the course of this teaching, get ready. This is what we're going to be looking at, um, how some men, most husbands, have become the victim of circumstances, judging from the activities of their wives at home. They can talk. They're just dying in silence. A lot of them are going to suicide, 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 and becoming a, um, having suicidal thoughts. And uh, some in the developing countries, they are because they have copied so many things from the Western culture. They are also the ones taking these things against their husbands. You are beating the child, and you are the one crying out. What a mystery. Sometimes it does happen that way. So we have got to change. Wow. God bless you. Let's hold it here. Let me just quickly use the few minutes um, still have to talk about fitness. Remember, like I said, we're going to be doing this in the course of the month. Fitness, fitness, fitness. It's, it's an awareness. It's a campaign. All right. Couples, you need to understand this. If you have not been giving attention, adequate attention to fitness, please do. This is a month to creating such awareness. It, it, it will aid your health. It's for your own good. It will make you stay healthy. You will spend less on medications, on drugs, because being fit using the instrument of exercises will help you to stay away from drugs. It's far, far more cheaper to use exercises or engage in exercises to prevent ailments, medical conditions, than to depend on drugs for the rest of your life. Exercise is a preventive way of, you know, taking yourself away from illness or diseases. With exercises, your body functions optimally well and you live happily thereafter. And of course, once you make a lifestyle out of it, it will become so wonderful for you to live healthy. Don't also forget, you marry your spouse, you have a spouse, why not have a corporate 
you know, exercise mentality with your spouse. Um, do your bricks working together. Just get involved with your exercises together. So if you have not been doing that, why not? Encourage your wife. If you're the husband that is pro-exercise, encourage your wife. If you're the wife that is pro-exercise, encourage your husband. Do it together. You can do exercises within your household. You don't even need to go to gym. These are some of the things I'm going to be teaching in the course of this training. Please, it's for your good, you know. Um, maybe I'm going to see how we can get our doctors, our NCI doctors, to do a joint podcast with me or just drop their audio so you understand the health benefits. The health benefits. We had someone who gave a story, a testimony, you know, because, you know, we had uh, a, um, a Fab Weight Loss Academy. Um, I, I'm part of, you know, the people putting this together. And of course, I'm also going to be encouraging you to join that when the next batch comes. So we have people who, who came in with their testimony and they were diabetics. Today, they are no longer depending on their diabetic drugs. Some of them had different kind of ailments that they had to reduce their medications or even completely take it away because of exercises is healthy. Let's think exercise. Let's think fitness. And let's think a healthy life. God bless you. Let's hold it that way. That's the way we choose to round up just to draw the consciousness of physical fitness. God bless you. We're going to continue from here tomorrow. Um, I'm going to also be allowing singles to have access to this podcast because we have a lot of young ladies who would come up with the mentality of uh, if it doesn't work, I would I would report him and and uh, I would even terrorize him and the government would support me. Okay, so we need singles to also listen to this podcast and I'm sure they will also have one or two things to pick from here. So let's continue from here tomorrow, God willing. Until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. Marriage care truly cares. God bless you. Do have a great week ahead. Bye.